radio show brought to you by womenaboutbiz.net. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. I'm so excited that you are here today with us, and we have a wonderful, wonderful show for you. Our featured guest today is going to be no other than Teresa Wright Johnson, CEO of Mom Biz Boss. I'm so excited to have her on the show for later today, and so you are definitely going to get Uh, some information today that's going to show you how to have and set better boundaries for your business. So that's what Teresa is going to be talking about. So very, very excited to have her on the show. She's a longtime member of Women About Biz, and I have seen her passion. I have seen her business growth. I have seen how she impacts other business women in a mighty way. So I'm so excited that she's going to be on the show today. Also, I don't want to forget to let you know that we are indeed still going to have some information for you on clarity and consistency. Again, clarity and consistency. So, so very, very excited uh, for you to be able to again participate this month. Why? Because we are talking about two of the most important attributes to really building success for your business, and that is clarity and consistency. If you don't have your vision, if you don't know what it is that you want to experience, if you aren't clear on that, it's very difficult for you to get consistent consistent on anything that you do, and of course, it will cause you to be dysfunctional, right, as the CEO of your business, and you don't want that, right? So I, all this month, will be giving you tips, ways, and ideas to gain better clarity and consistency for your business. So again, come on in, get your pen and notepad out, and get ready to have some incredible information on Um, not only clarity and consistency, but also our featured guest, Teresa Wright Johnson, is here to talk about boss moms, boundaries, and business. So again, get ready for some great information today. I'm also definitely going to be sharing with you Again, another excerpt from the book, Living with Purpose by Dr. Miles Monroe. Again, Living with Purpose by Dr. Miles Monroe. And it is called How High Can You Jump? Again, How High Can You Jump? So I'll be reading that excerpt from you in just a minute. And uh, thank you to many of you who have been saying that you also read a lot of the work and writings of Dr. Monroe and how much you enjoy it. And you're so excited to see that I am covering some of his writings on the show. So again, you know, if you are, um, if you are Christian, if you believe in that higher power of God and you are looking to get inspired, then definitely Dr. Miles Monroe, all of his books are just so wonderful. There's there's just not any one book that I haven't read from him that is absolutely wonderful. But he talks about purpose. He talks about vision. He talks about um, the things you need to know to live a life more abundantly. And I think for anyone who um, isn't even practicing Christianity, but you are looking for some solid guidance, this is a person that you should get to know, Dr. Miles Monroe. And then again, for all of you who are indeed Christian, I think that you will enjoy 
um, a lot of his writings as it applies to living a godly life. So again, so very, very excited that everyone is here with me on the show today. You know, um, it is so important that as businesswomen, we do one very pivotal thing every single week. Now, I know a lot of you already know what that is, but I definitely want to remind you. What is that, okay? Um, You definitely need to be every Sunday checking to ensure that Whatever goals you want to accomplish by the end of the week, that the activities on your calendar are actually relevant to those goals, right? It's so important because I can't begin to tell you because now what I'm doing for a lot of my coaching clients is that they are sharing their calendars with me so I can help them to get into that CEO role. And what I am seeing a lot of is that actually They have a lot of appointments and they have a lot of uh, master tasks that have to be completed, but there's nothing really relevant to what they say they want to do by the end of the week. And this is what I want you ladies to pay particularly a close to, okay? You've got to start drilling down and knowing the tasks that are going to be related to whatever it is that you want to do, okay? And then from there, Once you do that, whether you are going to keep the task and perform it yourself or whether you are going to delegate it, then what is going to happen is that you are going to make sure that you plot it in your calendar so that it's it's a relevant task that is something that either you need to follow up with whomever you delegate it with or that you need to follow up and do it yourself. Very, very key. And so once you start doing this, once you start realizing and having your aha moment that you really, really can control a lot of what happens by the end of the week by how you manage your calendar and what you put on it, then you are 50% part of the way into getting into your CEO role. So very, very important. I want to welcome everyone today. I want to thank Thank you so much for uh, being a listener here on Successful Woman Radio Show. It is not too late for you to flash over on another line and invite at least one other businesswoman. Bless the life of one other businesswoman that you know could utilize some really good information to help her with her business, some information that might help her have an aha moment, help her to grow her business. Because when you get in the blessing business of blessing others with good information, trust me, it comes right back around. It reciprocates itself. It comes right back around, and it blesses you as well. It's 12.07 after the hour, and I see that we have quite a few people dialing into the show. The board is filling up. Welcome, welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show. And of course, I'm Trina Newby, your business success coach, and so excited uh, for you to be here with me today. Um, we had a really good clubhouse, an impromptu clubhouse on yesterday. And the topic of the clubhouse that I participated in was seven strategies 
uh, to build up your productivity, right? Just, you know, so very important, that topic. And so we had a great conversation on yesterday on Clubhouse, and I participated in the Lit Magazine, and I've mentioned Lit Magazine to many of you before, but I participated in Lit Magazine's Clubhouse and had such a, a good time. So a big shout out, a big thank you to Lit CEO Shamiko Cole, who has also been on the show before, uh, for inviting me uh, to be a moderator and a part of the show itself. So very, very excited about that. And I'll be giving you a little bit more information in just a little bit about something very exciting uh, that is going on, a networking opportunity that is coming up with Lit Magazine as they debut the second issue of Lit each um, each quarter, I believe, or every other month, they will host a networking event uh, along with debuting the magazine itself. And you will get the opportunity to attend and be able to connect and network with others. So, again, I'll be letting you know how you can do that as well. So, as I have said before, our topic all this month as the theme for the show, the overall theme, is clarity and consistency, two keys. Uh, to your business success that you definitely need to uh, be in tune with, right? And I can't talk enough about that. So if you haven't had a chance to go back to past shows and listen, please make sure that you visit us at womenaboutbiz.net. And when you get on womenaboutbiz.net, you can click on podcast. Speaking of Women About Biz, the website itself, I want to just let you all know uh, that if you have not joined um, our free membership, then we actually have a new free membership page. Just simply go to womenaboutbiz.net, click on Join Today, and then once you click on that, click on Free Membership, and you will be able um, to definitely join Women About Biz as a free member. And what that's going to do is allow you to log in and then be able to access um, the articles that we have, the podcast information, you'll be able to access the different things that are on the site itself. So make sure you sign up for a free membership. And of course, if you click on podcast once you've logged in, you'll be able to listen to some of the previous broadcasts, especially from this month, as we continue our discussion on clarity and consistency. Again, welcome, welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm Trina Newby, your business success coach, and so very, very excited. I want to go ahead right quick and start today with reading an excerpt from the book Living with Purpose by Dr. Miles Monroe. Again, Living with Purpose by Dr. Miles Monroe, okay? And, you know, I want to read for you the back of the book. It says, every human being was formed in the image and likeness of the creator, a God of purpose and destiny. In turn, it is heaven's perfect plan for you to maximize your life, fulfill your destiny, and live with a sense of divine purpose. And then in this particular book, Living with Purpose Devotional, you will receive access to biblical wisdom and spiritual insight that will help you face your day with increased vision and live your life with a greater sense of destiny. Dr. Miles Monroe was more than a revolutionary ministry leader and best-selling author, but he was a prophetic voice who called forth potential in the lives of those to whom he ministered. And so I'm reading 
from page 54 for those of you that have the book already. Um, I'm reading to you today how high can you jump. The scripture is Mark chapter 11, verse 24. It says, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Dr. Monroe starts off with saying, the people who are blessings to humanity are usually men and women who decide there is more to them than what other people have said. People who bless the world are people who believe there is an ability inside them to accomplish something that has never been done. Though they may not know exactly what they can do, then they try because they believe they can accomplish something. I remember the day I found out that I could jump really high, about eight feet high. There was a lady who lived behind our house from whom, whose fruit trees we would occasionally feast and help ourselves to. When we were little kids, we would crawl under the fence, and one day, while I was on her side of the fence, her very vicious dog suddenly appeared. I had just touched down after climbing the fruit tree. As I carefully considered the distance between the fence, the dog, and myself, I knew I had to make a run for it. I ran toward the fence with the dog close behind me. As the fence came closer and closer, all I could say was, oh, God, I'm dead. All I could think was, jump. As I left the ground, my heart was pounding and my chest felt like an arcade full of shouting people. I was so afraid when I landed, I was safely on the other side of the fence. He says, I thank God for that dog. He was a blessing in my life. I never jumped that high before. I never have since, but at least I know that I did. I discovered that day there is a lot more potential in me than I realized was there. The same is true for you. You aren't doing more because no one has challenged you. I want to take you from the realm of waiting for people to challenge you and encourage you to challenge your Don't look at life and say, well, I'm going to wait until the demand is made on me and then I will produce. Make a demand on yourself. Say to yourself, look, I'm going to become the best in this area no matter what people have done before me. Then go after that. You will accomplish it if you set out to do it. And again, I just read from the book, Living with Purpose by Dr. Miles Monroe, How High Can You Jump, page 54, for those of you that have the book. How beautiful was that, right? He said, the same is true for you. You aren't doing more because no one has challenged you, right? But he says he wants to take you from the realm of waiting for people to challenge you and encourage you to challenge your So really the lessons learned here is don't wait for anyone to validate you or to encourage you or to tell you to go for what it is that you want in your life and business. But the point here is, is that you have to go for it. You have to be your own motivating factor, which is so very, very important. There you have it. You know, uh, how high can you jump? How far will you go to motivate yourself to become self-directed so that you can challenge your own self and actually go for it? So very, very important. It's 12.15 after the hour. Welcome, welcome, everyone. 
to the Successful Woman Radio Show. I'm Trina Newby, your host and business success coach. So very, very excited to be here with you today. Um, I am just in awe of all that has happened to me this weekend, right? I was on the social media network Clubhouse, and hopefully all of you who are listening are definitely going to get on Clubhouse. You're going to um, you're going to join because it is some benefits too. And we're going to be talking about how can you take and be benefit uh, gain benefits from Clubhouse. What can you do? So we're going to be talking about that shortly. And so again. I think Clubhouse is a very, very good platform, but as with anything, you have to be careful not to be on it all day. It's just like social media. We have to be careful uh, to be definite of purpose with social media and not be on social media all doggone day, right? Absolutely. So, so again, uh, I want to encourage everyone, if you have not joined Clubhouse, the social media uh, platform, which is in a way kind of like talk radio, but it allows you to do a lot of the talking and also allows you to be a moderator and be able to share and participate in other people's clubhouses. So again, this is very interesting concept. It's picking up. It's interesting to see where it is going to go, you know, um, in keeping with Facebook, they may do the very same thing that Facebook does is for a couple of years, you know, you're going to see a whole lot of changes and then um, the big guys will take over, right? The larger businesses will begin to take advantage of it more so than the smaller businesses. So the the key is here is to take advantage of what's being offered to you on the ground floor level at Clubhouse at no cost uh, to be able to communicate, to network, to build your authority. It's an excellent platform for coaches, for speakers, for authors, for individuals who are really into blessing the lives of others, wanting to motivate and help others. It's an excellent platform for building your credibility on that. And so I definitely um, encourage you to check out Clubhouse. Just pick up your phone, go to app and put in Clubhouse and you'll be able to download the Clubhouse app to your phone. And definitely make sure you follow me um, because we are getting ready to do some incredible things networking-wise with Women About Biz. We're actually going to host, host um, a networking um, event uh, on Clubhouse. We are in the works of planning that. And so I want to make sure that all of you are participating and able to take advantage of the platform um, through Clubhouse as well. Uh, I want to go ahead and I want to give you guys my Clubhouse handle. That way, those of you who are already on Clubhouse, you can follow me and it's just at newbie. Again, at T as in Trina, newbie, all, all together, at T newbie. That is my handle on Clubhouse, and you can follow me. And uh, definitely you want to send me a, a direct message and let me know uh, that you are following me uh, so that I can also connect with you and perhaps bring you on as a moderator uh, to share your business and all the things that you do. I want to go right now and just talk to you a little bit about clarity and consistency and why it is so, so, so very, very important and why a lot of the time uh, business women have issues with staying clear. Business women have issues with clarity, and, and a lot of the times it is because 
you are either doing too much, okay, let's face it, there are many uh, women who are serial entrepreneurs, you know, have their hands into a lot of different businesses, but I want to remind all of you that while there's nothing wrong with having multiple businesses, there is something wrong with having your hand with, uh, in multiple businesses when none of them are really working, when you really haven't set the foundation for those businesses. So again, I want to remind you, and this is very important, if you have multiple businesses, the first thing you need to do is identify which of those businesses is going to be your primary business. Okay, I can't tell you enough that this is something that you urgently have to do if you have multiple businesses, right? And whatever that primary business is going to be, then that's where you're going to spend the majority of the time building, right? Because really the the name of the game when you're talking about being a serial entrepreneur and owning multiple business, the name of the game is that You don't move on from one business to the next until you have built up and got the first business making money and doing well. Now, there is some, some, um, I would say, exceptions to the rule because there are some businesswomen who start another side hustle so that it can fund their primary business. And so I can understand that both of them are being ran simultaneously. And is there something wrong with that? As long as you are able to have clarity, you're seeing uh, activity going on, you're able to delegate, perhaps you have a virtual assistant. As long as you are doing that, that sounds good, right? But it's when you're the only one doing everything that the water begins to get cloudy and you lose the focus on what you should be doing. And so, again, I'm just speaking as transparently and as honestly as I can. This has happened to me before several times, and so this is why I am bringing it up to you. You definitely have to have clarity um, about what you are doing And again, that first starts with you having a vision and understanding, right? Very, very key. The next thing I think that's very important as well, and I mentioned it early on in the show, is that when you don't take the time to really properly plan out your business and know what you are doing um, and actually making sure that the activities scheduled in your calendar on a daily basis are really relevant to what you're trying to see at the end of the week, then it becomes a problem with that as well. And so I want to slow it down right here. And I, I guess I want to give you an example, an example of actually what does it mean to stay focused have a clear vision of what you want to experience by the end of the week and then back up and show you how you should be planning things in your calendar, okay? So um, I'm thinking of a really good example. So let me give you the example of this. So you have someone who says that by the end of the week, she would like to um, generate at least 15 new contacts leads in her company. She wants 15 new leads. That's what she would like to see by the end of the week. Also, by the end of the week, she would like to see herself generate at least $2,500, okay? So when she looks on her calendar, 
she doesn't have very many activities on her calendar, uh, you know, for that full week leading up until that Friday or Saturday. Um, so she's trying to figure out what should she even put in the calendar itself. Okay, so let's let's break the process down for you ladies, and hopefully some of you who are still kind of, you know, figuring out, trying to figure out how should that even happen. So let's break this process down. So it all begins with first the vision, the experience of what she wanted to have. She wanted 15 new contact leads um, in her company by the end of the week, and she wanted sales of $2,500. So that's what she wants to experience by that Friday, right? So now what she has to do is she has to back up to where she's at. Let's pretend that she's at a Sunday evening and she's looking at her activity calendar, trying to figure out what she needs to do, and she's kind of puzzled, not sure um, that she even knows. Well, the reason why she's puzzled is because she hasn't properly drilled down the vision, okay? If you guys remember, I told you that there is a hierarchy to the system of visioning. So let's let's take a look at that. So first, she needs to know what the vision is. So she already has it locked in. She wants 15 new leads and contacts. She wants $2,500 in sales, okay? So now she has to write those goals down because that's the vision. She has to write it down, and she has to create goals to support each of those. So what goals does she need to have in order to generate leads, right? What does she need to do? So she says to herself, well, to generate some leads, I, first of all, want to do it in two ways. So I want to create a compelling offer. I want to give them something of value to generate leads in case people visit my website and opt in. And then I want to be able to use that same compelling offer perhaps in my social media posts and I will provide a link to the offer itself, which might be a landing page. So, oh, I need to set a goal to create a landing page. I need to set a goal of, of um, writing a compelling offer, figuring out what that's going to be, whether it's a report of some kind, whether it's a one-page checklist, whatever it's going to be. And then she moves on and she says to herself, okay, so I need a landing page. Oh, and then I need a link to the landing page, okay? And maybe I need to also set a goal to also a task to shorten that link. So you see how you see how she's beginning to formulate her goals of what needs to happen in order for her to generate those 15 leads. And then she says to herself, also, I would like to go ahead and then invite at least three people every day for a connection call with me. And so then they will be able to schedule it for my calendar. And, oh, I don't have a calendar, so I need to set a goal of creating a Calendly account. You see how that starts happening? So now that she has those goals, now she has to create tasks to support the goals. So she's going to take each of those goals that I just mentioned, and she's going to start setting the task, which is the implementation part of the goal, right? If she's going to connect some to, uh, with uh, people on her social media accounts and invite them to a connection call, so now what should she do? What does she need for the connection calls, right? She might want to create a script, so that's a task right, a short script, the invitation script. Uh, she very well uh, needs to create a Calendly account, so that's a task, right? 
set that calendar account up, then she needs to tie in that Calendly account with her main Google Calendar or her Outlook Calendar or whatever online calendar she's using, right? So she needs to be able to do that. That's another task. So you guys get the gist of it. And, and the key here is, is that oftentimes as business women, we don't count the cost. We're not counting the cost. We're not understanding what is going to be required in order for us to fully experience the vision that we are declaring. So I want you guys to understand that it first starts. Gaining clarity and consistency actually starts, okay, with you developing your system, with you understanding the hierarchy of visioning. First comes vision. That's whatever it is that you want to experience, right? Then comes setting a goal or goals with an S to the vision. And then after you set the goals, you then have to set the task or to-do items to support the goals, right? That's the implementation piece, right? And then you have to decide whether you're going to delegate it to someone else or have somebody or you do it or have somebody to do it for you. So once you have all of the tasks, it's the task that go into time slots in your planner, your calendar that need to be worked on. And once they are completed, guess what happens? They've supported the goal. Now you're going to start seeing your goals come into reality and being accomplished, thereby helping you to, at the end of the week, experiencing a particular goal being done, thereby fulfilling your vision of what it is that you want to experience. And it sounds easy, right? It sounds simple enough, but it requires consistency and commitment on your end to follow it all the way through. That's the key, because sometimes you can start something, but you stop in the middle and you may not be carrying it all the way through. So to gain that clarity and consistency, it all starts with a system, a system of visioning, and you've got to understand the hierarchy, and I just gave it to you. So that's so very, very important. And I hope that is helping all of you out. Before I forget, I want to go right into five new questions of leadership, and then I'm going to bring on our special featured guest, no other than Teresa Wright Johnson, CEO of Mom Biz Boss. I'm so excited uh, that Teresa will be on the show with us today. Uh, she's been a longtime member of Women About Biz. We've known each other now for more than 20 years, and it has been a joy. And so I'm excited that she's on the show today um, and talking about Boss Mom boundaries and business. Wow, that's pretty good, huh? Yeah, there, there are so many moms. And, I, and even those of you who are not moms, you're going to get a lot out of this conversation that she and I have today um, as we discuss setting boundaries, right? Setting boundaries for your business, because it does, it has something to do with clarity and consistency as well. So get your notepad out, Get your pen out because you are really, really going to enjoy the show later on today as we bring on featured guest Teresa Wright Johnson. But for now, I'm going to go right into the five new questions of leadership. This is so very important. Let's get started with question number one. Okay, ladies, what's your functionality today? 
Are you a procrastinator or an action taker? I don't know. You might have woken up on the wrong side of the bed. You know, that's possible. Things happen that way, right? And, and it's like you can't seem to get working. You can't seem to get going, right? But it is very, very important for you to shift over into the action taker side. You want to be a queen of action. You want to be a queen of action because, girl, when you start bringing in that money, when you start having the success that you are looking for, you and you alone are going to be the one to it. Experience all of that, right? And then, of course, you're going to decide how you're going to bless others. But in the beginning, you get to experience that. And because of that, it is you and you alone that have to make a decision to become the queen of action, to take action, swift and immediate action on all the things that you want in life and in business. Here's number two. In the five new questions of leadership, are you on target with your sales and profit goals this week or month? Are you on target with that, right? That would mean that you would have had to have set sales goals, right? You would have had to know what you would like for your net profit to be from the gross sales, right? So you need to go to the drawing board and make that happen. Set your sales goals. Know what they should be. And then number three, what offers do you need to create to reach your sales goals, right? What offers do you need to create to reach your sales goals? And so um, in the example that I gave as we were talking about, you know, really you know, how is it that by the end of the week you can make sure, you can ensure that you are actually accomplishing what it is that you want. You can actually experience what you are visioning. We talked about that. So the offer has a lot to do with the compelling offer that I earlier mentioned, right? You've got to create some type of compelling offer. You've got to start adding value. You've got to start building credibility with people for them to know that it is worth their while in connecting with you and buying your product or your service. So number three is what offers do you need to create to reach your target audience, okay? Number four is your marketing strategy in place. Number four, is your marketing strategy in place? Now listen up. Listen up, my sisters. You really do need a written marketing strategy that will function as a marketing blueprint for you. And as you begin to learn, you'll begin to tweak, eliminate some things, add some things, enhance some things that you're already doing. You begin to formulate a wonderful blueprint for yourself that can work over and over and over. But it all starts with you developing a marketing strategy. And so you may not know everything there is to know and how to properly develop your marketing strategy and ask yourself all the right questions. And this is why it is so important to connect yourself with a person who not only says that they are a marketing um, coach, but someone who actually has helped others with results okay, and they are having good results themselves. Now, there are four key areas of, of creating your marketing strategy, of marketing that you should be concerned with. They are social media, advertisement, email sequences, and videos, okay? Those four areas are key. Those are the four areas right now that most people are having success with, and so 
keep that in mind as you are needing to build out your strategy, okay? If you have not scheduled a power talk with me, this is where we sit down for, you know, 30 to 45 minutes and brainstorm, for, for example, on what do, you, what do you need to do to start marketing your business? Where are you in the marketing process? Then you need to go ahead and schedule that. To do so, simply go to womenaboutbiz.net, click on um, – you don't even have to click on anything. I think you can just go to womenaboutbiz.net and then scroll down towards the center of the page, and you'll see the Power Talk invitation right there. Then, then all you need to do is then click on the link that says Schedule the Power Talk, and you'll be able to schedule it. So I encourage you to do so. So often I, I laugh at my own self when women say this. They, I, I ask them, what's taking you so long to schedule your Power Talk? And they would go, oh, Miss Trina, I don't think I'm ready. I was ready. I don't think that I had to get some stuff together. I didn't want I didn't want to seem so broken. Um, ladies, this is this is something that we need to get over. The whole purpose of connecting with the coach is because something may not work be working. It's because you're needing that support, that motivation, that resource, that encouragement, right? So perfection has to go out of the window here, right? Because the key here is is to go ahead and schedule the power talk. And even if you're just at ground zero, Trina, I know I've been in business for one year, two years, three years, five years. I've just never had a marketing strategy. Okay, girl, let's go ahead and get started. We're talking about what you need to do. So let's look at your business. Let's let's look at your industry. And let's look at what needs to happen on a a foundational level with getting started with building your marketing strategy. That's what I'm going to tell you. And then I may be able to um, refer you to a specialist, a marketing specialist that gets results for people that can assist you, right? But nothing happens with you still just trying to be perfect about it and trying to get everything together because you don't want to see, you don't want me to see that you haven't done anything. Throw all of that out of the window, girl. Go schedule the power talk right now. Go go ahead. You have my permission. Go ahead and schedule the power talk, okay? So very, very important. And then last but not least, ladies, in the five new questions of leadership is number five. On a scale of one to ten, what's your belief level? Again, on a scale of one to ten, what's your belief level? Now, you know, as I talk about belief, I want to remind all of you, and I apologize, I gave you all the wrong date last Monday, but we are going to pick back up uh, for the month of May with the I Am Worthy Challenge on the 23rd. From the 23rd of May through the 27th of May will be the I Am Worthy Challenge. Again, I Am Worthy Challenge. So many of you are already members of the I Am Worthy Challenge group. For those of you that are not and you would like to participate in the challenge, please just go ahead and, you know, get yourself invited, okay, to the I Am Worthy Challenge group or request access to the I Am Worthy Challenge group on Facebook. Just put in your search bar, I Am Worthy Challenge, and the group is going to pull up. Click the group and ask for access. Make sure you put in your email 
and your name and information that we are requesting so that we can reach out to you and you can receive the notifications that week and homework for what needs to be done, okay? So again, the I Am Worthy Challenge will begin May 23rd through May 27th, okay? So in the I Am Worthy Challenge, we talk wholeheartedly about belief and why the belief system is so very, very important because belief is a power. If you didn't know it, belief is a valid, real power, okay? And if you have the right kind of belief in place, girl, it will take you so, so far, farther than you ever thought imaginable, right? But you first have to understand that you need the type of belief we call unshakable faith, that level of belief so deeply rooted that it compels you, girl, compels you to take swift and immediate action. So on number five, when it's asking you on a scale of one to ten, what's your belief level? Well, what you need to know is that your belief is tied in directly to your actions. So if you're taking action, you should be seeing your goals accomplished, your to-do items marked complete on your checklist, and you should be experiencing that which you have already visualized, whether it's what you visualized for the week, for the month, for the quarter, for the year, what have you. But if there's not a lot of action going on, then that's where your belief level is at a lower scale. And you have to be truthful with yourself, right? And so, you know, five may, uh, from between one to 10, a five may be that you're taking some action but not enough action. A seven might be that you're taking action, seeing some results, but you need to increase that belief and that action. A eight might be you're right on target, you're ready to take it to the top, right? And so a 10, of course, it means, hey, I'm at the top. I, everything I do is, is actionable. And I'm seeing results, uh, and I'm I'm believing in everything I do to the point to where I am getting full-blown results, um, where I want to be, and things are beautiful. I can now bless others and show them how to use this very same power. So, again, on a scale of 1 to 10, what's your belief level, okay? Well, I'm going to stop right there and bring on somebody that's very special to my heart, and I just love all of the work that she's doing with other moms, and I'm talking about no other than Teresa Wright Johnson. Again, no other than Teresa Wright Johnson. I'm going to go ahead and bring her on and make sure that she can actually hear me. Um, Teresa, if you can, I'm going to go ahead and press uh, the speaker button here. Can you hear me? Yes, Trina, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you. I can hear you. I'm going to go ahead first, Teresa, and just read um, some information and let the listening audience know who you are, and then we'll get right into talking about Boss Moms, Boundaries, and Business. So Teresa Wright Johnson is, in my opinion, a true social entrepreneur. She's a mommy and a family advocate who for several years has helped women children and families develop sound systems for educational and economic success. As a business owner, coach, mentor, and certified specialist, she has helped thousands of people, especially moms, throughout her career. The Queen of Balance has worked at places like Parent to Parent of Georgia, the Department of Children and Family Services, Georgia State University's 
SCIS program, Women About Biz, Mocha Moms, Macy's, Marriott Hotels, and I could just go on and on of all the great places that she has worked and participated in. And so I just want everybody to know how special Teresa is because I have known her for over two decades now, and I have watched this young woman set her goals set her vision and go after what it is that she wants. And like this last three years, I've seen Teresa soar like never before. So welcome to Successful Woman Radio. Teresa, welcome, welcome. Thank you, Trina. I'm happy to be here as always. Wonderful, wonderful. And so um, boss moms, boundaries, and business. So, Teresa, uh, first of all, let's talk about what does it mean for a mom who's in business to actually set boundaries? Oh, I just thought of that just a minute ago because I, you know, I am at home. My daughter and I both have uh, are a bit ill, and I went to my door in my office and put up a sign letting her know I'm on a show or in session. So what that means is you have to make sure that you have boundaries such as your space, time, and expectations for your children, your family, and those that you work with, including your team. Yeah, I think so. so. Time- I I agree with you because so many times I have a lot of moms telling me I'm not able to work at home because I thought I was, but the children are keep interrupting me. Right. And I remember when I had smaller children, luckily, luckily, kind of not luckily, our children are teenagers now. But I remember when I had smaller children, I had to find a workaround um, as I was running my business and my spouse's business at the time. And so sometimes you are going to be at home and it's chaotic. You might have to answer the phone. I remember I used to answer the phone. Thank you for calling such and such. I am so sorry. I am telecommuting from home. You may hear the children in the background. And especially now, you know, more people are working home than ever. Sometimes you're going to have to be creative. It might be using creativity to set boundaries. And those signs are really good. I have two teenagers, and sometimes they have their music on, they're doing certain things. I have to let them know, listen, I'm going to be on a show or I'm teaching a class at this time. There are signs that I use. That sort of thing is important. Also, just what are your time frames to work? Set boundaries for yourself because, as you know, as a very avid, energetic, and great entrepreneur yourself, as many of the ladies on the line know and the show know, we get so caught up in our work, we'll keep going and going and going. You have to set boundaries for yourself as well and expectations for yourself as well because you can get overworked and overstressed, and boundaries are important when running a household and a business. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I, I might add now, my my daughter is grown and out of the home now, but I do have one other child here in the house. That's my husband, Robert. (laughs) And so (laughs) I have to put signs on the door and remember to tell him as as well. I've I've learned that what works for the kids works for the adults, wouldn't you say? I would agree, Um, especially being a a multitask entrepreneur (laughs) myself. My husband knows, like, oh, he knows generally when I'm having meetings or events. One thing that has been a a lifesaver, which is really funny for my my spouse, because he says, ooh, I look at your calendar, and it, it stresses me out. But share your calendars. Share your calendars. My daughters are teenagers now, so they can see my calendar. I can see their calendar. My husband can see my calendar. 
I can see his. So then they'll be able to see what you're doing, what's going on. There is no confusion of what, you know, if you can take them somewhere or anything like that. That's another boundary. It goes back to that time boundary. These are the times I'm working. These are the times I'm free. Um, and even for family, I know on Wednesday nights, I generally take Wednesday and Friday nights off. I'm not working. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything. It's about my family. It's my free time. So boundaries are really important to keep everything going in your business and in your life. Absolutely. And, you know, I was thinking as we talk about boundaries, sometimes you have to set boundaries for yourself as well. And um, you just mentioned, you know, you set a boundary for family time, for your personal time. I think that's something as women overall that we get caught up in, that we don't set the boundaries for business. And as a result, the business takes over everything. You know, we're working from sun up to sundown, not having taken any time out for ourselves. So ladies, setting the boundaries is not just a choice. It's a mandatory thing if you're going to be a responsible CEO for your business. So Teresa, let's talk about a little bit about what happens when a boss mom doesn't set the boundaries. She's got kids. Kids are, um, the kids are, are, constantly interrupting her, um, you know, she, she's feeling stressed because they're pulling on her for time. They may want, they may have homework. They've got questions they want to ask her. They need her to sign a permission slip. You know, a lot of things are going on. And so she keeps giving into it each and every time. So what happens when a boss mom doesn't set those boundaries? What do you think um, she's going to experience? She and everyone around are going to experience confusion, number Mm. one. It's going to be very confusing. So if you're not setting boundaries, you're confusing those that you love, your business partners, or say, for instance, you have virtual assistants, whomever. You have to set boundaries because otherwise it's confusing. And what's happening is you know that saying you teach people how to treat you, well, then Mm -hmm. you're teaching them how to treat you and your business. So it's going to be confusing. You're going to find yourself having less productivity because you're not setting boundaries for your time, expectations, and space. You're also going to find yourself um, maybe worn out, tired, worn out, because if you're trying to work, and say, for instance, you know, you're trying to work uh, for an hour, and a half an hour of that hour you've been running back and forth with the kids, you're going to start getting worn out if you never can have time to just focus on whatever it is that you need to do. And last but not least, people in your household may start being resentful. They Mm. may start being resentful. I remember uh, years ago, my daughter told me, she said, well, you should be a millionaire by now because I was working so much. And one thing I did learn from my business mentor, Ms. Newby, was stop being busy just doing things, just being busy, right? And so if you don't set boundaries, you're just busy because as women, we're talking on the phone. That's another boundary that time. Hey, I only have 30 minutes to talk, and that's all I got for you. So boundaries are important. And as women, sometimes we're so willy-nilly about our time that we're not understanding our time is our money, our energy, and it's our family's time, too. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, And I'm glad that we're talking about setting boundaries. Again, I think it has a lot to do with our overall monthly theme, clarity and consistency, because you can't stay consistent on anything that you're not clear on. And anything that you're not clear on means that you really haven't set boundaries to be clear, right? So I, I think we have to really 
really get into our CEO roles and really understand that there's a lot more to the business side of running a business than we know. And unless we're willing to uh, create systems, boundaries, you know, be clear and definite of purpose with what we're trying to do, we are not going to get the results. Um, that we that we are looking for. Now, Teresa, I know um, that you have a beautiful business, Mom Biz Boss. Did I say that right, Mom Biz Boss? Mm-hmm, you did. And um, I, can you just let our listening audience know what Mom Biz Boss is and the website and how they, you know, how they can participate in some of the things that you're doing for those of you, uh, for those of our listeners who are moms who who would like more support for moms. Sure. Mom Biz Boss is an organization that focuses on motherhood, business, and social awareness. So we feel that mothers are generally women in general are those that are doing most of the things in the household as well as outside of the household, running civic groups, volunteering, doing things in their community. And now you're a business owner as well, and you're a mom. So we focus on those things. We provide networking. We also provide training, information, and resources. And on that civic part or that social awareness part, we always have a focus each month of something that matters to us, that might matter to a particular mom biz boss. And she says, hey, I want to talk about um, infant loss this month or heart, um, heart association month or like this month what our uh, theme is, mental health month. So it just, it, it just matters differently each month about those social awareness impacts, but most of all, we talk about what we're talking about now, motherhood being just like a business, never taking the nurturing part away, but you have to have a system. You have to run it. You're still doing delegating. You're still doing taxi cab driving. You're still doing bookkeeping. You're still doing logistics, all those things, and just like a business, you have to have a plan for it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, again, for those of you who are listening and have just tuning in, uh, I'm talking with Teresa Wright Johnson, CEO of Mom Biz Boss. She is literally an expert in all things mom. And um, she has helped so many women to gain balance and to understand the importance. We, we talked about boundaries in business, and she gave us some ideas of things that we could do to set better boundaries, especially for those of you who have smaller children or teenagers in the house, such as putting signs on the on your business door when you are in meetings or doing a Zoom or anything like that, you know, also making sure that you schedule that personal time, that family time, that you're setting those boundaries for yourself. And I think that's very, very key. Remember, no boundaries no clarity, no clarity, no consistency, you know, you've lost focus. And that's when you begin to get a little stressed and sometimes even depressed about how things aren't working for you. But I do know a lot of times, and Teresa, um, you know, weigh in on this. I do know that as women, we have a tendency to complicate things for ourselves uh, because we think that we need to be the ones doing every single thing. Uh, in business, and sometimes we have to realize that it's okay to let other people help us. What do you think about that? Oh, that's a, a whole other boundary, <laughs> a whole other concept. Yeah, so even setting <laughs> yeah. boundaries with yourself, telling yourself that, you know what, I might not be the one to do my social media, right? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. not for me. 
or setting boundaries with those that are on your team, what they're able to do and what they're not able to do. For instance, your virtual assistant, uh, the boundary might be, you know, she has to check in with you once a week, you know, or, or have an appointment. Same thing, scheduling. So I, I think that we try to do everything. I remember times trying to do, you know, build websites. I can't build a dang on website. No, that's mm-hmm. not for me. So mm-hmm. you have to have a hard cut sometimes. You have to know what you're great at, what you have time for, and what you don't have time for. Because, again, that goes back to not being respectful of your time. Absolutely. And I think sometimes as well, and this is one of the things that I try to share with a lot of women who are uh, who are experiencing, you know, wanting to do every single thing themselves, sometimes it comes from us being naturally uh, having the instinct of being a mother, uh, having the natural instinct of multitasking and having to take care of multiple things. I think we are naturally born as managers of the household, right? Um, And I think sometimes because we're multitasking and sometimes we have to know how. We got to know how to pick up little Bobby from school, then come back, give little Bobby a snack, you know, then make a phone call to schedule some appointments. Oh, I forgot I was supposed to sign permission slips for little Bobby. Oh, I forgot I was supposed to have a report or a proposal turn in. So we start we start getting into that multitasking role, that being busy, being busy without realizing. And so we have to remember that we've got to be able to separate the role of being a mom and naturally wanting to multitask with the role of business and being a CEO. Weigh in on that, Teresa. Yeah, that's really so true. And I remember years ago when I was a very young mother and I first met you, Trina, um, with one of my former uh, business partners and who is still a great friend. And we were both very young mothers, and we were talking to you about mm-hmm. how busy we were. We were like, mm-hmm. we're busy, we're having fun. You said, well, how much money did you make? And we both looked at each other like, yeah, we're we busy, but we really are not bringing in income. Yeah, exactly. So busy doesn't mean anything, if you, as you were talking about earlier today, if you don't have tasks matching your goals that you're trying to get to. So exactly. I think that as business owners, as women, we cannot always just be busy. And I had to learn that myself because I had 20,000 different businesses. I do a bunch of stuff still, but I've set boundaries. And I had to learn how to say, you know, no, I can't do certain things. So I think that's very important. Definitely, definitely so. Well, as we come to a close in the show, and I know you're not feeling good, and so I know that I'm going to be having you back on uh, quite a few times this year. So, Um, I want you to share three wisdom tips with our listeners that they can take away uh, from your interview today, three things that you've gained wisdom on for business. Well, one, um, one of the things that I've gained wisdom on is the power of the word no, Mm -hmm. um, because we use the word mom and mom biz boss as meaning multiple operational managers, Mm -hmm. um, which Mm -hmm. you said earlier. We can do so many things at once, but sometimes you have to say no. So if somebody wants you to bake cookies for the PTA or even somebody wants you to do something sometimes for the church, you can do those things. But if you have 10 other things that you've already committed to, there is power in the word no. also wanted to point out there, this with Mom Biz Boss, we also have grandmothers. One of the things that Mm -hmm. a lot of the grandmothers have had to learn how to say is no or set boundaries for when they can babysit because they have a Mm -hmm. business and a life to run. Mm -hmm. 
Exactly. So I think the power of the word no is very important. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think uh, I think that's just what I would say. And then I also would say, you know, make sure that you're setting time for yourself for some self-care because your business almost sometimes becomes your other baby, your other life. So you need to make sure you're setting good time for yourself, a time for yourself to reflect, time for yourself to relax, time for yourself to think and vision. I think that's very important as a woman, as a business owner, and as a mother. So setting time to reflect and all, just free time, self-care, et cetera. And another last thing is, are you also learning? One of the things mm-hmm. that I took away um, from organizations such as um, Women About Biz or even Mom Biz Boss when other people are speaking and training is learning new things, you know, gaining mm-hmm. more information so that you can learn how to set boundaries better. Exactly. The more you learn, the more you're able to set boundaries. The more you learn about yourself, the better you learn about where your, you know, where your soft spots are mm-hmm. and certain things like setting boundaries. So those would Absolutely. be my things, Trina. Okay. Well, those are three powerful wisdom tips. Uh, learn the power of no. Sometimes we have to say no. Number two was set time for yourself. Set time to reflect, relax, think, and create your vision. And then three is learn new things. Be willing. Be open to learn new things. Of course, we don't. We all of us. Not none of us are perfect. We don't know everything there is, right? And so that's very, very important. Teresa, please share with everyone how listeners can connect with you. Sure. Before I do that, though, Trina, can I just tell them a little bit about uh, the Mom Biz Boss book? Oh, and Mom Biz Boss. Go ahead. Go ahead. First, first of all, we're very, very excited for our Mom Biz Boss collaboration book. Um, and one, I'm excited because Trina will be doing the forward because I could think of no other better boss mom to write the forward because I've been able to see her be a businesswoman and a mom since I was a teenager. So I'm excited about that. Thank you. You're welcome. We always want to make sure we're honoring what you do as we we know that that's where we grow when we're helping each other. We um, are looking for experts. So we have experts that are going to be in the book that are uh, communication experts, travel experts. If you're a mom and you're an expert, please reach out to us to learn more. The reason for this is if you want to become an international best-selling author, as I just recently did, but also to get your story out there and talk about moms being bosses. And so I'm excited about that. And if you want to reach us, you just go over to mom, M-O-M, biz, B-I-Z, boss, B-O-S-S, dot org. That's mombizboss.org. Thanks, Trina, for this time. It's been wonderful. Wonderful. Again, Teresa's website is mom, M-O-M, biz, B-I-Z, as in zebra, boss, B-O-S-S. So that's mombizboss.org, O-R-G. And then you can learn more about the collaborative book, Mom Biz Boss. And Teresa, I'll connect with you. And let's see if we can't get more information about that collaborative effort out in the Women About Biz community group and a couple of other places on Women About Biz, okay? We'll, we'll make sure we get that information out. But those people that might be interested in collaborating and being, being an author, um, I think that's a great opportunity. Teresa, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom 
system. Um, everybody remember that it's Mental Health Awareness Month. Uh, again, go to Mom Biz Box, connect with Teresa. You can find her, I know, on Facebook as Teresa Wright Johnson. Um, just put that in the search bar and it will pull up her personal page and her, I believe, her fan page as well. So everyone, make sure that you have connected with Teresa. Again, um, before we um, close out the show, ladies, please remember to mark your calendars for May 23rd through the 27th for the I Am Worthy Challenge. This is very, very important. I've got some new updates uh, um, to share with you about seeing your vision come to pass, experiencing the things that you want, both mentally and financially, so you guys need to be a part of this. So again, mark your calendars for the 23rd through the 27th, I Am Worthy. Go on Facebook and join the I Am Worthy Challenge group. Just pop in I Am Worthy Challenge in the search bar, and the group will come up and ask for access. Well, ladies, that's all we have for today. Again, Teresa, girl, thank you so much for being on the show. Really, really Really appreciate it, and I know you'll be coming back. Um, and again, I want to encourage everyone, stay clear, stay consistent on your goals and the things that you're trying to do. Remember, be the queen of action, and you will start seeing results. Take care, everybody. Have a beautiful and a productive week. <music>